You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Welcome to the Faith Roots broadcast. This is episode 20 of our Knowing God Intimately series. I'm reading from John 14, 26, where Jesus said, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. These are two of the most important things that he does. Listen to me. Thank God for miracles. Thank God for supernatural things that the Holy Spirit does in us. But I'm telling you that these two are the foundation on which all the rest is built. If you do not have the ability to see things, if you're not taught, and that's what the Holy Spirit does. He turns the lights on in your spirit, enables you to see truth. And then He reminds you of the things that Jesus has said, things you've read in the Word, things that you've heard preached. He reminds you of those things. Those things often are the foundation for the great works of God that are done in your life. Don't ever minimize those That's hugely important. So knowing God intimately, then I am thrilled when I study and I hear these verses come up in my spirit. I know that God is working in me. That is knowing Him intimately, is for Him to bring back to my mind things that I've heard and read. Now, the work of God has totally changed today on planet Earth as opposed to when Jesus was here. I want you to think about it. Now, Jesus was amazing in his ministry gifts and abilities. Nothing like it. In fact, if all the things that he did were written down, the world couldn't contain the books. John said, these things were written that you might believe, meaning that you wouldn't believe it all if I told you everything. So I'm going to tell you just a little bit. And we don't have a complete record of everything Jesus did and said. It's just remarkable what all he did. He ministered with all the power of the Holy Spirit. John 3.34, For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives not the Spirit by measure unto him. So he had all of the Holy Spirit there was to have. Think about that. All of the anointing that we know is in the body of Christ today. Every great preacher that you know, every great ministry, all of the wonderful people who pray, all the amazing pastors, all the prayer warriors, all the wonderful uh, intercessors, all the people who teach children. You think about all the anointing on the missionaries, the people who lead worship, all of the great things that people do under the anointing of the Spirit. All of that anointing was on Jesus. It was all in one place. He was the original body of Christ. If Satan wanted to fight the work of God, he only had to look in one place, and that's wherever Jesus was. But today, the body of Christ and the work of God never stops. It's going on 24-7 all around the world. Every time a new time zone wakes up and the believers in that time zone begin to go about their business following God, the devil's got a new headache to think about. He cannot possibly shut it all down. That's the beauty of the body of Christ. So even though Jesus had all of this amazing anointing, he was still limited. 
couple of reasons he was limited. Number one, he was limited by one human body. He didn't live everywhere at once. He said in Matthew 15, 24, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So Jesus did not go into all the world. That was not his work. His work was to go to the Jewish people and in Israel. That's where he ministered. And then Jesus had to learn. A lot of people think that he brought all of that amazing knowledge and wisdom as the Son of God, the Word of God, with him when he came to the earth. That's not true. Jesus laid down his omniscience. That's all-knowing. He laid all that down. Philippians chapter 2, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. That's Philippians 2. Jesus emptied himself. That's what the Greek reads there. When it says he made himself of no reputation, he emptied himself. What did he pour out? Not his identity. He remained son of God. He just didn't bring the miracle working power, which is omnipotence, and he did not bring omniscience, and he certainly was not omnipresent. If he, if he says... I was not sent but under the lost sheep of house of Israel. He is making a statement that he's not omnipresent, that he could only be in one place at once. So he was limited in being a human being. Here we see he was limited in intellect. He had to grow. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. So he learned. Uh, Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, and in favor with God and man. That's uh, Luke 2.52. So if he could increase in wisdom, that means he didn't start with all of it. He had to learn. Now, now don't get me wrong. Uh, Jesus was an absolute genius, and nobody could stand up against him. His intellect was amazing. But he had to learn all of that. That was not something that he brought with him from heaven. He learned all of that. And so this is where the power came to him. Acts 10.38, Peter's preaching about him. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So this verse makes it clear that the miracles that he did were by the anointing of the Holy Spirit they were not done by his own power as son of God. The power of being son of God, he laid that down. It was the anointing of the Spirit that gave him that miracle-working power. Now, he did that for a pattern for us because we have to learn to follow the same footsteps. So he says to the disciples who represent us, Acts 1.8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. You know, when we think about being witnesses, we often think about talking to people about the Lord, and that's the most uh, effective thing that we do. It, it is certainly the most important. But did you ever think that you can witness with the power of God? I think sometimes we think that people have to really be holy or really start walking with God. You know, Jesus healed a whole lot of sinners. There were a lot of people that Jesus made well that at the time he made them well, they were not living for God. They later came to live for God, but they were not living for God when he healed them. I think we would be shocked at how much 
God would heal if we would only be willing to share that. Ask people, do you mind if I pray for you? Can I pray for God to do something for your wife? You said that she's got cancer. You said that she's got this, she's got that. You said that one of your children has this. Do you, would you mind if I pray? Why don't we try that? You know, it's not going to hurt. And you know what? The good news is you don't have to heal them. That's not your job. That's not your responsibility. A lot of times we shrink back from that because we think we're the ones that have to do it and make it happen. What happens? Listen, just pray. Just pray. Let God do the rest. You'll be blown away at what he might do for you. So what I want you to see is that now something amazing has happened. Our Lord has been raised from the dead He is no longer limited to one place. He now has picked back up his omnipotence. He has picked up his omniscience, meaning he knows all. And he is now omnipresent by the power of the Holy Spirit. He can be anywhere on this earth, and in fact, in multiple places at the same time because he is the head of the church raised from the dead, glorified and restored to the fullness of his godly power. So where does that leave us? Here's where it leaves us. We are now working in this supernatural thing called the church, and we have been called to these amazing possibilities So let me read to you how he left us with this. This is Mark 16, 15, just before he went back to heaven. He said this, Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And so then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God, and they went out and preached everywhere. Listen, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through accompanying signs. Now, if you're reading that in your King James or in a new King James, one of the rules you know about the King James is that if a word is in italics, it did not appear in the original text. So I'm going to read this again the way I think it should be read. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with, not them, because it's in italics, the word working with and confirming the word through accompanying signs. When we make it our business to present the word that the Holy Spirit has taught us, that he brings to our minds, when we make it our business to do that, the Bible says that the Lord is going to work with that word. God did not send his word into the earth so that it could fail. In fact, it says in Isaiah that the word that he sends into the earth is going to prosper in the thing that he sent it to do. Why don't you start putting out some of that word and watching God work? 
this is how we know God. And we know Him not just with ideas, not just with Scripture memorization. We know Him by experiences. One of the things Jesus said, that if you keep His commandments and you do them, He said, I will manifest myself to you. Whoa. It's about time that started happening in our lives, isn't it? See you later. Thanks for being in this series. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.